And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, he scores! Martina Kucherov wins it in overtime! Saved by Vasilevsky, and he keeps it out of the net. Reaching behind him, he had it in his glove. Now for a feed in front of Kelly, he scores! And has won it in overtime! Steven Stamkos has reached 60 goals! Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. How's everybody doing? Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. I hope everybody's having a great and safe week. I hope everybody had a great Christmas. Uh, I hope everybody stayed safe. I hope everybody got what they wanted. Uh, we'll be talking about what Lightning fans got, and that was to get underneath the cap. Um, GM Julian Bruce Boss made some moves, switched some players around. Uh, you know, some Lightning fans were upset to see uh, Paquette and Coburn go in the Ottawa deal. But you know what? Like I said at the whole start of this offseason, really dating back to probably, I, I want to say the day that the it was announced that, the, that there was going to be a flat cap. I, I, I told everybody that there was going to be some moves that Lightning fans weren't going to be happy with. And that's what, you know, unfortunately happened. Uh, we're going to talk about that on today's show, as well as we're going to talk about, you know, we're going to briefly discuss some of the things uh, that are happening in the World Juniors, uh, most notably for the Lightning, uh, you know, two of their prospects, you know, not a lot of prospects, uh, obviously, for the Lightning playing at the World Juniors, but Maxim Groshev, recent draft pick uh, out of Russia, uh, well, you know, how he's doing, as well as uh, one of their top goalie prospects in Hugo Alnefelt uh, from Sweden. And before I get into that, I just want to remind you that today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code Locked On for 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. So, like I said, yes, I hope everybody's had a great holidays. I, I know I did. Uh, you know, it didn't feel the same, though. You know, being able to go from house to house with, you know, seeing family members here and there. But you know what? We got to make the, the most of what we got uh, in the situation that we're in. Uh, and the Lightning, with the situation that they're in, they made the most of what they got. But first, let me talk a little bit about how their prospects at the World Juniors are making the most of what they the chances they are given. So, uh, you know, they have two prospects, like I just spoke about, uh, playing at the World Juniors. Uh, Maxim Groshev, uh, playing for Russia. Uh, only three three games played in one point. Um, you know, it was just it's kind of disappointing for to see him uh, kind of do that. I mean, he's not really getting a lot of chances. It seems out there. Um, I didn't. I, I I really just kind of glanced at his stats. I didn't really take a deeper dive into what his ice time looks like. But from everything I've just seen and from everything I've heard, I haven't really gotten a chance to really watch of any of these World Junior games. But from just looking at the the roster and some of the names that I know right off the bat, uh, the young names that are on that roster for Team Russia, uh, hey, listen, uh, Groshev is, you know, he's if he's not getting a lot of ice time, then rightfully so, because, I mean, just Russia has just an immense amount of young talent on that team, as well as, obviously, you know, it, it's kind of a given with, with the United States, as well as Sweden, and, of course, Canada is always who's just 
you know, dominating. Um, but and it looks like we're we're pretty much on a collision course for the for the uh, final uh, to be USA Canada, which I feel like for the most part it is uh, every year. Um, but yeah, I, I there are some people though that say that they they kind of wish that the format is changed because it's not fun, especially if you're and and I'll have to agree. You know, it, it's not fun seeing some of these teams get completely blown out the building. Uh, for example, Canada absolutely annihilating uh, Germany on back on the twenty sixth, sixteen to two, where Canada actually had I think it was said uh, more goals than than sh- than Germany had shots. Uh, and then like Sweden beating Czech Republic seven to one. Um, you know, I'm just scrolling through the games here. I know the United States had one crazy game, if I'm not mistaken, where they dropped uh, I want to say maybe eleven goals or so on a team, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I can't find it right now, of course, as I'm talking about it. Um, I believe it was against Austria. So, yeah, I think I saw that score somewhere. But, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't know what people really were expecting uh, from a tournament like this. I mean, it's it seemed like in recent years, really the top dogs in international tournaments are really Russia, Sweden, uh, Canada and the United States, um, and it, that kind of seems like it's the case in in the Olympics as well. So uh, I mean, really, you're not going to have that much of a turnover from from junior to, I guess, amateur if you want to call it that. But anyway, um, moving on to Hugo Anafelf, uh, the goalie prospect from Sweden. Two games played, uh, two wins, ninety uh, almost a ninety seven percent save percentage. Uh, one shutout. This is great to see, uh, just because from an organization organizational outlook. Now, I've I've spoke about recently how it. I don't think the Lightning are in any position to really be trading draft picks. Uh, just because if you look at their their their. I guess their 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 depth in the the minor leagues, um, obviously the AHL and you know some of the the prospects that they have the rights to uh, overseas as well as you know in the ECHL, it's nothing really eye popping. I mean they do have some talented players. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, I spoke about it way back. If you want to go back and and listen to that episode that I had boltsprospects.com. Um, uh, Chad Schnarr from the from the website he came on to discuss uh, some of the top prospects that Lightning fans could look at. I mean, these players by all means are very talented, especially some of the younger ones. Uh, but really, the ones that are kind of waiting in the wings. Um, I and and Chad kind of alluded to this as well. These guys, I mean, they have the potential to maybe be, especially the forwards, second or third line players. Uh, even the the Lightning's top prospect that they got from well I wouldn't call him top prospect their top draft pick uh second round pick Jack Finley um you know I even said it just from all of the highlights that I've seen of him uh and and just you know from his stats from everything I've gathered and what people are saying about him just all that together my estimate is that he's probably going to be a second line center tops uh most likely a third so what does that tell you? That tells you that really the Lightning should be kind of starting to build or rebuild 
um, that that minor league system, that prospect pipeline, uh, to some extent. Uh, you know, granted, Maxim Groshev, uh, I, I he was kind of a dime in the rough for me. You know, we kind of spoke about it on the Locked On NHL pod with my co-host Chris Masilli of Locked On Avalanche about you know we were some of the guys we were really excited about and some of the guys is you know that were taken in the lower rounds and. Uh, you know, it, it was it, to see Maxim Groshev go that late, and then you look at his stats. Granted, a lot of people were not exactly high on him just because of like the the turnover that you saw uh, from from him. You know, from from one season, I think he maybe had off the top of my head like three three goals or something. But and then into the next season, he had like thirty three. 35 um but you know it was one of those things where um you know really and and I'll, I'll defend this because he's absolutely lighting it up at juniors right now for the Czech Republic and uh that was the 48th pick Jan Misek uh he had a great goal the other the other day and I and I really think that the Lightning were in a great opportunity at that point in time to to trade up to get him and they just didn't and then now obviously he's in Montreal um, I, I just think this was a guy that would have been a perfect fit that I feel like he's so talented. You know, it was one of those things where you see him dropping and dropping. And really, you know, if you if you look at what this guy has done and just his stats and his his overall game and his grit, I mean, it was really a mystery as to why he fell so f- fell f- fell far. I, I, I really thought he would have been at least maybe a, a mid-first-round draft pick. Well, I wouldn't say mid. I would say maybe late-first-round draft pick. But the, the fact that he fell to 48, I mean, they, they were just – that was just a great situation for the Lightning to really trade up and get him, and they just missed out. And it's one of those things where I really think that, you know, I'm not going to tell Lightning fans to really, you know, hang on the Jan Misek uh, train and see how he does and then just kill yourself every time he, he, he does well. But, no, this is – it really just goes back to my point is that the Lightning should – really aggressively start to build up their system because I mean how many more quality seasons do we have of Steven Stamkos to be honest I mean Stam- Stammer's what 30 um and he's you know it's no secret that he's he's very much struggled with injury and the Lightning are already in a in a very tough situation this year now with Nikita Kucherov being out for pretty much the entire year. I mean, who knows? Maybe the Lightning will have him back at some point during the playoffs. But you're gonna now you're relying on a guy like Steven Stamkos. And I mean, let's be realistic. Out of 56 games this year, and this is you know this is I'm not trying to criticize Stamkos. I'm just going off of what he's been able to put his body through, um, and that is just really. Um, you know, I, I think really out of the 56 games this year, I would say he plays 45, 40. I think 45 is a little bit more than I think most people would have given would, would project for him. But we'll see. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's been working his butt off, which I hope, you know, really kind of maybe change up his workout regimen and really do stuff to really kind of help himself get a little bit more stable and, and play longer without, you know, the risk of injury. So who knows? But, uh, you know, it, it is unfortunate that the Lightning don't have a lot more players playing in the World Juniors. So at least you could kind of see how they sort of measure up to some of the top uh, 
big prospects you know in the world but at the end of the day i mean these games really don't mean anything i spoke about it on the lockdown nhl pods with obviously chris Masilli. we spoke about it uh you know on the episode that will be coming out on thursday the 31st as well as the the episode prior uh is that you know really do you want to is it really worth it do you do you want especially you know the lightning don't have a top prospect that you know is at risk but at the same time you know, you never want to run into kind of a Kirby Doc situation. And now, look what the Blackhawks are running to. Now they, they're going to be out with Jonathan Taves for a indefinite amount of time. And who who knows what they're going to do. I, I kind of teased it a little bit on the show that, you know, the, light, uh, the Blackhawks, who are looking to possibly kind of start the rebuild a little bit early, this is the opportunity. This is the best time for them to trade Patrick Kane. I mean, if there was ever an excuse, especially with the fact that there'll be no fans in the stands to kind of rain down the booze, I mean, now we're talking about a whole franchise kind of just turning on its head overnight. So, uh, you know, the, but really to get back to my point with the whole lightning thing is that really they, you know, yeah, you're coming right off a cup and nobody could have really foreseen what happened with Nikita Kucherov. But you got to look at the other, the rest of the team, and you know we're we're talking about a flat cap not only for this season but possibly for next season, probably mo- next season, so the next two years. And so you really got to make some tough decisions. And if you're going to trade away some of these guys, uh, you know why not trade for prospects? I mean for draft picks, even if they're second or third. You know not you know why trade for a. a you know, uh, an Anders Nielsen or or a or a Marion Gabrick. You know, granted that was probably the parts of the trade that obviously made it work. And then you're also giving away a draft pick in ret- in return for that. So I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not gonna go too crazy into it, but I I like I said it. I'll I'll always be I I'll always stand on the hill of not trading away draft picks, um, especially when you're kind of. The the door the window is kind of closing for this team, even though they just won their 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 second cup in franchise history. Uh, and we'll get into that trade that was made, uh, I believe, yesterday, uh, two days ago. I'm recording this uh, on midnight on the 31st, so uh, we'll get into that in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is Built Bar. Built Bar is the best pro- test tasting protein bar ever. The, the new improved Built Bar is even more delicious. It already it had 18 flavors. Now it has six. Built Bars are super healthy. Uh, when I eat these things, I, I mean, I don't I don't feel kind of bloated or, you know, I don't kind of feel like, you know, like I, I kind of maybe overindulged. I feel perfect, super healthy. Uh, the bars are soft and easy to chew, covered in 100% chocolate. So why what makes them so healthy? Well, they're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Uh, my favorite flavor, as always, is the toffee almond. So go over to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% at BuiltBar.com. All right, so moving on now to the, the trait that everybody has kind of been, I guess, speaking about. I mean, it wasn't really out of the blue for the the lightning i mean i think i i mean i i said from day one that something like this was going to happen um and and i and i was warning all of you that this was a trade that 
Lightning fans were not going to like. So the trade I'm obviously referring to is the trade that sent Braden uh, Coburn and Cedric Pocat and a 2022 second round pick to Ottawa for Marion Gabrick and Anders Nielsen. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I mean, it is what it is. The, the Lightning had to do what they had to do. I'm not, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's just to move around money to for the Lightning to be cap eligible. I mean, that's that's it. That's what it is. I I mean, there's there's nothing even even I mean else to it than that. I I, I just the only part I don't like about the trade is the draft pick. I mean, I I'm not looking at what picks they have that year, but like I said, I mean the the Lightning the if their window wasn't closing for future championships it is now uh Stamkos isn't getting any younger he's not getting any healthier I mean I don't really expect to see an uptick in games played over the next couple of years I'd be very much shocked I mean if maybe he has sort of a a maybe a new beginning to his his career that'd be great I, I would love to see that I think everybody is you know I it doesn't matter what team uh a guy like that plays for I mean when when someone kind of rejuvenates their career like that I mean it's great to see especially in the game of hockey but yeah so I, I mean this was no surprise when they announced that the, both these guys Nielsen and Gabrick were going to go on long term injury reserve which takes their money off the books uh, the Lightning will have going to the season of course with the addition of Nikita Kucherov not being on the roster because of long term injury um, the Lightning will have 16 million in change to play with uh, if they choose to maybe need to add a player or two here and there for cheap money, which, I mean, we'll see at the trade deadline. Who knows? Maybe uh, maybe uh, Tyler Johnson's still on the table, and who knows? I think, like I said, I think Tyler Johnson would be great trade bait to, to get maybe a couple of draft picks and, a, and, a low, and a, maybe a mid-level prospect, but Tyler Johnson needs to do his job on the ice and make himself more lucrative, I guess, or, you know, better to the eye to where, you know, a, a team in the hunt uh, will say, okay, Tyler Johnson uh, definitely can help us out, you know, or, or a team on the fringe. But, and now with all of that, um, that opens up space for other players to kind of step in and maybe get more time on the ice or in the lineup as maybe than they originally would have expected. Uh, but yeah, uh, the thing that really, I think that, you know, now that I think of it, I think the thing that really shocked me about this trade was the fact that Marion Gabrick's still in the in the league. Um, I had to look it up. He hasn't played a game since 2018, which is probably the reason why I totally forgot that he was in the league. Um, I didn't even know he was in Ottawa. I, for some reason, thought he was still in L.A. with the Kings, but... I, I mean, I, I'm not the only one, I'm sure. I, I saw it on Twitter. Some some other hockey fans as well were, were pretty shocked as to having uh, seen Marion Gabrick uh, be involved in a trade. I mean, and as well as Anders Nilsson, um, I don't expect him to be in the, the lineup for next year uh, anyway. You know, so I, I guess, you know, why why have that money eating, you know, you're, you're taking up space and stuff. So, I mean... Is what it is. I mean, listen, the lightning are underneath the cap, so you know you don't have to worry about many any possible last minute, slightly controversial moves that this team could possibly make before training camp. So I guess that's a good thing. Where it could be 
potential distraction. Now, I am interested to see what they will do with Tyler Johnson. Um, right now, as it stands, uh, he is set to begin the season in Syracuse, which is just very interesting and odd within itself, where it's not really a mood, a move that you would normally see uh, be made, especially with this player who's been in the league for this long. Um, and, you know, there's nothing that indicates to me, obviously, that Tyler Johnson is somewhat maybe of maybe he's an issue in the locker room. No, there's nothing been there. Obviously, the reason I mean, that's what usually this move entails. But the reason why is, of course, you know, the Lightning were trying to trade him, fear of some scat cap space and you know they weren't going to trade Alex Kalorn they're not going to trade Yanni Gord um so of course Tyler Johnson is next down the pecking order I mean he had a decent to average season I guess out of a third or a third line forward um and he was pretty much non-existent throughout their playoff run so I mean I, I don't feel bad for him. I mean, yeah, does he need – his numbers have sort of declined the past couple of years, especially ever since that crazy uh, run he had in 2015 in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, he's been sent down because, unfortunately, they couldn't get a deal done and he wasn't willing to waive his, his trade clause. So, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I maybe we'll have some sort of staring match – uh, where the Lightning will say, listen, make a move, or you're playing the season in Syracuse. I hope not, because I feel like that's only going to hurt his value even more. And I I could see, like I've said it many times, that could turn into a very ugly situation for both parties involved. But him starting the season in Syracuse won't, won't hurt the, the Lightning's odds. And guess what? The Lightning have the second-best odds. Well, are tied for the second-best odds. In the NHL to win the Stanley Cup uh, this year, they are tied at plus 800 with the Vegas Golden Knights and with the Colorado Avalanche in in you know as the favorite at plus 700. So you know, go ahead and you know if you want to make that bet, if you're feeling a little bit lucky, go to our sponsor and I'm going to talk about them today. Our new sponsor, and that is Bet Online. You know, obviously the NFL playoffs are right around the corner, so. You know, in college football, the bowl season is upon us, and you could bet basically on anything involving sports uh, nowadays. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code when you go to betonline.ag. Promo code locked on to receive 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Uh, BetOnline AG, I've been using them for a couple of years now. I love them. If you're going to make a bet, I'm going to give you a little bit of a, maybe a little, I guess, a, a lead on a great bet to make. So if you look at the Rashard Trophy futures for the NHL, and I'm definitely making this uh, this bet, whether it's maybe tomorrow or I don't know yet. We'll see. Maybe as I, I think I should make it soon before the odds possibly change. But if you look in the Rashard Trophy uh, winners, projected winners, uh, Austin Matthews is the favorite, which is interesting. But I have my sights on another guy uh, out of Colorado, Nathan McKinnon's at plus twelve hundred. I think those you would be crazy not to take those odds. So you know, and you could go ahead and and go to Bet Online uh, and use that new promo code Locked On, and you'll get fifty percent welcome bonus on your deposit. I mean, how great is that? You're getting a little bit more money, and you're getting a great lead from yours truly. So 
go go ahead once again to betonline.ag use promo code locked on and go onto the social media page and follow them at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business sign up for a free account and use that promo code locked on for a sign up bonus all right just the end of the show today you know obviously today is new year's eve uh this episode i was hoping i could get it out at around three so everyone's starting to kind of you know kind of get in the groove of you know maybe if you guys are having small get-togethers for new year's uh you could blast this in the background kind of get yourself psyched up for the new year 2021 uh i don't know about you but uh i am completely ready to start a clean slate uh with what has been probably the worst year in collective human history um I, I would think maybe the world wars and a couple of plagues here and there or whatever the case may be is probably will go you know maybe take front seat to what has happened i don't know i mean maybe well this has at least been a train wreck of a year for all of us that are alive right now but i mean it, it has been a great year though nonetheless i mean there has been a lot of pros i mean just for me personally and you know warning alert i'm gonna get a little sappy right now so uh you know we're when this when the new year starts will only be about maybe a month away from the one year anniversary of the launch of locked on lightning so you know just kind of before i got onto this you know as i was kind of setting up to record uh, this episode um you know it really hit me like time has really gone fast and you know just all the great times I've had uh, talking uh, to all of you uh, about the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, if you've been a listener uh, since day one, and if you have not, go ahead and like and subscribe uh, and follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Lightning, as well as follow me at AP Danker, D-E-N-K-E-R, D-E-N-K-E-R. I don't know what letters I just said before that, but, and then go ahead to our uh, sort of, you know, our, our, our lame, our lame Instagram page right now. I mean, but we'll get it. We'll get it a lot more better content. Once the season starts at locked on underscore lightning. Um, you know, it, it really hit me before this, uh, you know, a lot of you guys know, uh, if you're a regular listener, like I was saying, uh, and you can just tell by the accent at certain points when I'm talking, I'm a native New Yorker. I, I was born and raised in New York. Uh, I I've said it sometime at some point, uh, but I, I grew up a diehard Rangers fan. And, you know, um, you know, one of the things, you know, probably around this time last year, uh, it kind of I was starting to, you know, want to get my put my foot in the uh, the podcast game, sports podcasting and uh, didn't know how to start, didn't know where or what sport I was going to talk about. And uh, a friend of mine that I used to work with at NHL.com. Uh, who is now the host of Locked On Rangers, John Chick. Um, I just happened to stumble upon Locked On Rangers a little bit later on, you know, at a little, I think a week or so after, actually, no, it was the end of January. Um, you know, I reached out to him just to congratulate him uh, just on the show. I had no idea he was doing this. And, uh, and then a couple of days later, Locked On uh, reached out to me asked me if I was interested in hosting a show for the, for their NHL channels. I said, absolutely. I sent them the demo. I've never podcasted before. Or was ever on a podcast before that. 
Uh, they loved the demo, and they gave me a choice, and I chose the Lightning. And that part of that was, you know, obviously the Lightning were successful at the time. They had a, they were one of they were one of the top teams in the league, as well as the fact that the, I was familiar with them to some extent. Um, the fact that they have dealt with the Rangers, they've had a lot of deals in recent years. Uh, speaking of recent years with deals. Uh, just a little shout out to former Lightning player Ryan Callahan on his retirement. Uh, former Ranger and Lightning player, so congratulations to him on a tremendous career. Uh, but yeah, going back to my point, I mean, so the thing that helped me though, you know, kind of keep eyes on this team for as long as I've been a hockey fan was the fact that one of my player, my favorite players growing up was Marty St. Louis. So that's helped me. But you know, really since day one, I've really had to, to work my butt off to really come here on a daily basis. Cause you know, you know, you guys, I mean, you guys have the easiest job in the world to get to listen to me, but you know, it's me talking to you, talking to you on a daily basis, especially when the season's going on, it's difficult. And you know, I've, but I love every second of it. And you guys have made this whole process, this whole journey that we've had and, coming up on a year now in February, the first week of February, I mean, you've made it, I mean, exciting is not even a word to describe it. Um, so, you know, really that paired with your engagement with the show, you guys tweeting to me, to my personal t- page, uh, t- interacting with the show Twitter page, um, just from the numbers that we've received from uh, some certain episodes uh, especially during the whole playoff run. I mean, we wouldn't be doing this almost a, a month, a year later without all of you, especially now on December 31st. And I never would have imagined myself not only talking about a hockey team who, you know, I really didn't have that familiarity with. I mean, as opposed to New York Rangers, I mean, it's two different animals, but I mean, I've, I've, I, we, we all know I've fallen in love with this lightning team. Um, and you know, the fact that I'm, I am coming to you right now at 1239 on AM on December 31st, talking to you about lightning when about the lightning, when the season doesn't start until the 13th, uh, it shows you, you know, it, it really is. I chalk it up to all to you because if I didn't have that kind of reception back, I honestly think we would have gone as far as we would with this. And so, yeah, in summation, <laughs> in summation, I just want to thank all of you from the bottom of my heart uh, for your your involvement, your support uh, showing out, especially through, during an, a freaking global pandemic. Um, and just to say that, you know, kind of just to thank you guys. You know, we're still, I'm still trying to decide how I'm going to do it, but uh, once the one-year anniversary rolls around, uh, I think what we'll do is sort of a, a, a raffle, kind of a little contest. And, you know, whoever is the winner will get maybe, I don't know, maybe a hat or, you know, a jersey or, you know, maybe some memorabilia. I haven't decided yet, uh, but I will make an announcement as we get closer. So, yeah, um, I'm going to tr- – as for future shows – uh, we'll be definitely, you know, I've said it before, but, you know, obviously with the off season, it's kind of been crazy with things, you know, in my personal life, as well as, you know, all that other stuff. But, um, 
and things outside the show. But uh, really, we're going to try and get to you five days a week uh, as soon as training camp starts up. As obviously, as we start getting more, uh, you know, news coming out, I'm going to try and get some guests on, kind of get, you know, the train running so you guys get all pumped up for the for the regular season as the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, begin to defend their title. And yeah, so look out for that. Look out for tweet. Uh, look out for tweet notifications, and of course, like and subscribe to the podcast. And it's it's available wherever the show, wherever podcasts are distributed. So, uh, for the last time in 2020, I am going to say that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host Adam Banker. Happy New Year.